It's our Shop Stewards Corner segment tonight. Uh, we take a look at uh, the workplace, young people and uh, organization in the workplace. Joined uh, to uh, talk about, uh, yeah, I guess trade unions and young people by Sandra Masego, uh, Acting National Secretary of the Youth Structure of the National Union of Mine Workers. We're also going to talk to her because uh, their union is also out uh, in the picket lines at ESCOM, uh, which is certainly going to have an effect on all of us. And she joins us tonight for our Shop Stewards Corner segment. Sandra, good evening to you and welcome. Uh, good, ne- good evening. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Thank you so much for taking time out to join us. Uh, maybe just, I guess, uh, some background. I think many people might not know uh, that uh, trade unions have youth structures. What, what is the function, uh, Comrade Sandra, that uh, you know your uh, structures of young people um, play within the trade union? Um, and uh, I guess, um, is this like a statutory role or do they say just because all of you are young, let's cobble you together into a corner and you must talk about young people's things? All right. Uh, first of all, I think uh, it is uh, better for me to give that bit of a background. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so that is when this resolution was taken. Mm. And our function is it's very clear. Uh the first uh, uh, thing that we do is to mobilize and, and recruit young workers. Mm. In, in the mining sector, the energy sector, construction, as well as, as the metal uh, sector. And it is also to seek the care uh, or to create the trust consciousness amongst us young mm. workers within the trade union movement as well as the communities. Sure, sure. And in the workplace, when you approach young workers and you try and organize them into a trade union, and maybe I guess in mining it might be a bit easier, but if you look at construction, energy, uh, and metals, which are the other sectors where you organize, uh, wh- what are the responses young people give you? I mean, are, are they open to being organized into a trade union? Do they understand why that would be beneficial to them and beneficial to the working class? Yes, I, 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 I think that it, it is easy for... Mm. I understood that um, in order for me to be protected at work, in order for me not to be exploited by the employer, I need to form part of the trade union. And at that time, um, I believe that even now, that the NUM was one of, of the best uh, trade unions that we had, especially as black people. So I think in that space, you would understand why you need to join and most of the people uh, in the mining sector, as you have said, they are part of the union. In the um, energy sector, they are part of the union, mm. as well as construction. Though it's not that much, but this is the space where we are moving currently. And yeah, yeah it's going very well. What makes it difficult in construction to organize young workers? All right. Um, if you would understand that construction, uh, in most of the time, they're not actually... Uh, permanent empro- employees. Mm. At times you recruit them, you find that it's only for a short term of period that they'll be having employment. Though we try as 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 the trade union to make sure that these uh, employees they remain in employment, we fight by all means in defending them. We make sure that we defend because look, we are being faced with so many systems that are very much oppressing to us. We are being faced with a, a life for which is the last in, first out, it, at, at all costs, it always put an impact on young people. Mm. We are faced with the retrenchments, they hit much uh, on, on construction. That is why you see that there's a very, very much high unemployment rate in that space. 
it is low mm-hmm. and and i guess i mean just for the functioning of a trade union i mean the point you're making there about construction where there being you know a lot of workers who um you know are not uh, permanent and therefore difficult to organize is also because the life blood of a trade union and its sustainability and survival is the subscriptions it draws from its members uh, i mean how difficult are you finding even in the structures that you might participate in in the federation and elsewhere to organize yeah, for instance retail workers because of the same challenge yeah to say we are defending these workers that mm. is why we had uh, previously had this match uh, that was pertaining to such issues because we 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 believe that as young people we need to come together and and try and face these struggles and challenges that our young people are facing in the country currently mm, mm. And, and and i guess just uh, you know those structures i mean how are you as a young people i guess agitating for different internal cultures even in the trade union itself i mean uh, you know the nooms been around since what 1982 uh, there are many members uh, and people in the organization who would have been there since the 1980s um what becomes your role as young people in trying to reinvigorate it and make it something that's attractive to young workers um across the different sectors you organize in all right first of all mm. you have uh, as much as it is difficult for us that gap between the young and the old but we try by all means to say you know what we need to to meet each other halfway and you need to uh, 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 as elders of 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 the people that have been there for a very long time we need to understand that the, the the times have changed and they need to create a space for young people to come in and 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 be able to address their issues yes we are leading yes we've been given an opportunity that is why you are seeing us today mm, mm. and uh, i guess you know if you think about the changes and shifts that are happening in the workplace um i mean what becomes your role um in the contest and do you think the contest with the employer is shifting i mean uh, many of your members especially of your youth structure would have been on strike you know at places like cloof at uh, you know uh, and some of the other operations of sibanye many of them are on strike now at escom uh, what are some of the feedback that they're giving to yourselves as a youth structure look uh, yes by the nm yes yes okay uh, uh we we understand that workers at escom they are not happy with what is happening at escom mm. first that that uh, picketing has been provoked but what was pronounced by their own uh, their ceo uh, that the wage uh, negotiations um, have been collapsed so therefore you see that people are dissatisfied that is why you see the picketing um people are there in different uh, uh, power stations though they do not refuse uh uh, uh it's unlike they're not going to work they go to work but the thing is they refuse to go inside the power station to work mm. based on on the challenges and the arrogance that escom is giving to its employees we 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 believe that as much as we we, we do not say that or we declare that um nm is on strike or our members are on strike but we know that part of those employees there they are our members yes indeed we as leaders we have to be next to the employees and listen to what uh, the some of the challenges that are telling us o- obviously they've been having some grievances that uh, things were being changed forcefully without uh, the stakeholders being uh, uh, engaged and there's a lot of things that is happening at escom they're not happy with the ceo that is there currently because he's not taking um, the priority of escom 
forward. Instead, um, he's very arrogant. He doesn't want to listen to any of the issues being raised by the employees there. Mm, mm. And, and I guess, you know... Similarly, at Sibanye, many young workers, as I said, would have been involved in that particular action. Uh, what are you learning about the participation of young people, especially in this moment we find ourselves in, in actions of that kind, stoppages of work, withdrawal of labor and so on? Uh, because often, you know, people, older people talk about, well, we had political experience from multiple you know, uh, uh, strikes and actions and so on. Um, and it does seem, though, you know, uh, that the terrain is slightly different at the moment and employers are feeling a lot more emboldened uh, and that the balance of power between workers and the employer is very much tilted in the favor of the employer, it seems. Yeah, that is why employers would be this arrogant. Mm, mm. So that is where our challenge is. Currently, as the young people, we are facing that uh, uh, challenge. Mm. So then maybe just a, a last comment from yourself, Sandra. I mean, you did say what's happening out at ESCOM is a picket. Um, mm. You're saying also you're noting the um, unreasonable stance taken by the employer and not willing to engage some of the issues that uh, workers are raising. I, is the sense that uh, workers are going to go on strike? Is that the reports that you're hearing from some of your comrades? Or uh, is this, I guess, um, something that... Uh, might be resolved if you're able to find one another across the bargaining table uh, because I think ESCOM is painting a picture that we might see ourselves on stage six largely because of uh, many of your comrades holding the line. <laughs> Look, first of all, let us stage five mm. because of, of, of members that are picketing currently of the employees there. Um, look, we just came from stage four. Employees were at work. So what do you say about that? Mm. So uh, they can't actually blame um, what is happening there, the unsatisfaction or the unhappiness of the employees there, blamed on, on us as, as a union. So, so you're saying a lot of what is happening here must not be blamed on yourselves, but they're saying that we might find ourselves going to stage five because of the action and the pickets that are happening at places like Arno, and I don't know what, if it's happening at Henrina as well, but I think at Arno. Yeah. ESCOM is willing to listen mm. to, its, to the grievances raised by the employees. You know, um, I think th- that is the only solution that you'll be, you'll be having. Um, as much as us, uh, the trade unions, we 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 actually not immune um, to engagement. If ISCOM is willing to come to party, we'll always be there for engagement mm. for the best and the benefit of our workers. We'll do what is right. Yeah, and you say this, I guess, because they've walked out of, uh, for all intents and purposes, they've walked out of the talks. Yeah, the wage and negotiations have collapsed. Mm. So, so they are yeah. the ones that caused that particular picketing. So they are the ones who should be blaming themselves that um, their employees are on picketing based on the pronouncement that was made by them. Mm. In terms of us, We'll be going to our people, we'll be getting a mandate from our people, and we don't mind engaging uh, the management that is come if they are willing to come to party. Sandra, thank you very much for your time, and uh, wish you and uh, your colleagues out and comrades out at the, the uh, NAM Youth Structure and uh, all of the other young workers uh, all of the best. Thank you very much. Thank you so much.